Greetings, this is Atma Boda. Today is January 20th, 2022. The title of today's podcast is No Mind Can Own the Truth, Just As No Fish Can Own the Sea. This is episode 54. Beginning now. No mind can own the truth, just as no fish can own the sea. Minds can only swim in it. Where Buddhists frequently seem to strive for nothingness or emptiness, yogic tradition is more about Atma and Brahma, which means there is a supreme conscious entity that pervades all and is the source of all true knowledge. However, many Buddhists try to aspire towards the opposite of knowledge, where you arrive at nothingness. Strangely, the two concepts need not be entirely opposed to each other, since there is a concept in Buddhism called Bodhi Mind, which is very similar to Brahma. In fact, it could be the same thing. Emptying your mind can allow this Brahma or Bodhi Mind to make your mind swim in this blissful radiance of absolute truth. The problem is many Buddhists get stuck in the emptiness part of the experience and become passive, not quite able to make the leap to the next level. Every human mind is weak compared to the cosmic mind. This overmind of truth has more visible influence over physical existence the more minds can swim in it. To such minds, work becomes play. Most people define faith as belief. It is much better to define faith as an experience that connects you deeply with the identity of the ultimate. By doing so, you become a vessel of divine expression. In fact, more than a vessel, you become a conscious, intelligent extension of the divine expression. Then, there is no theoretical limit to how power can express itself on the physical plane. What many people who consider themselves wise misunderstand is that God is not about balance and has a plan that is going to blow everyone's minds. People misunderstand what balance is. They think it is a harmony between positivity and negativity, assertiveness with passiveness. This is a lie. People think it is a balance between masculinity and femininity. That too is a lie. The fact is that God is an assertive force and its will is done. The material plane is a passive thing compared to God. God is the leader of this cosmic dance and the earthly plane is a dance partner it leads. We don't need to be subjected to this plane of existence 
we can be masters over it by the grace of the one living truth. With the one living truth, there are no limitations. And when your mind is immersed in it, the possibilities become endless. It depends what plan the Creator has for you. And that concludes the written portion of today's podcast. So let's go deep into this. No mind can own the truth just as no fish can own the sea. What does that mean? That means that mind itself has limitations. You can have your subjective truths, but no one can create the ultimate truth. It is beyond creation. It has existed since before time itself existed. It is the original source of everything. It's the source of all inspiration. It's the goal of science. It's the goal of philosophy and religion. The truth is awesome. And it's so awesome that nobody can own it. But the truth pervades everywhere. So in a sense, you could say that the truth owns you. And the more you can align yourself with this all-powerful force, the more powerful you also become. We live right now in the most exciting moment in human history. This is the time when the human mind's can connect with this most awesome of powers. And that is what's going to revolutionize life as we know it. I mentioned in the written portion about how it's going to blow everyone's minds. And that is because people think that they have everything figured out. Science has declared that there are certain limitations and laws upon the physical universe. But what science does not realize is that these laws can be and are overcome by the supreme majesty that is the ultimate truth. The physical laws that exist on this plane do not confine the expression of this one living truth. In fact, the one living truth is beyond all laws when it comes to natural laws. It itself is what created these natural laws. And so consequently, it can bend them and exceed them as it chooses to express itself. We are here by the grace of God. You are in your physical body right now by the grace of God. You are given your independence and your free will. And with it, you can choose to be a force for good or you can choose not to be and have the consequences <laughs> associated with that also. So many people are going to be surprised about what happens next. People have no idea of the coming show that's going to display 
in full majesty the glory of God. And when I say God, if you're new to this podcast, the concept of God is not a judgmental figure. This is not a religious figurehead. This is not a religion. This podcast is not religious. The truth, the ultimate truth, absolute truth, objective truth, this is the God that we refer to. There is only one truth, one highest ultimate truth. And as humans, we have our subjective truths. And the problem that separates the normal average person from the glory of God is self-limiting beliefs. And the more you can expand your consciousness and get rid of the limitations that keep you imprisoned within your own mind, the more that this higher truth has the chance to directly give you an experience that will be so amazing that you will be at a loss for words. People talk about drugs. Drugs can just give the barest shadow of the type of high that you can get when you are aligned with the universe. This is the state of experience that the whole universe wants to give you. The best in the universe wants you to be high all the time on life, wants you to feel love all the time, wants you to feel bliss all the time. These should be the normal experience for you. But instead, modern society has conditioned many minds to believe that the ups and downs of life are normal. And they are even trying to get convince people that positivity itself is toxic. Whereas inspiration is a positive experience. No one can deny that. When you feel inspired, that's a positive experience. Love, that's a positive experience. There's nothing toxic about positivity. The truth itself is positive and because it's positive it asserts itself and it wants to make you assertive and the master of your own life in stoicism it talks about having equanimity of mind it talks about having that inner resilience whereby you're not affected by your outward worldly desires in a negative way that you can rise above that and come from an unperturbed place of lucidity and tranquility. What people don't realize is that it's not possible to come from that place. If you are not coming from positivity, if you're not polarized to the positive, you cannot have true peace. If you are passive, that means 
you are more susceptible to your environment because in being passive, that means you can be more easily manipulated by others. And this is an example of an objective absolute truth. I didn't invent these truths. These truths have always existed and many religions have tasted aspects of this truth. In fact, if a religion has no truth, it wouldn't be a religion because nobody would follow it. People follow religion because it does contain truth and this is indisputable. But unfortunately, many religions and teachings of today have been corrupted and misunderstood. And this is one reason why this podcast exists is to set the record straight and extract only the absolute objective truths and focus on those, those that are not corrupted and the truths that are corrupted to uncorrupt them and make them easily digestible and applicable into your own life. Who can honestly say that you want to say no to bliss? That you want to say no to love? No human can honestly say that they don't want love in their life. And those that do are saying it because they misunderstand what love is. Maybe some people attribute love to pain. And because they don't want to experience pain, they are avoiding love. But actually, when you are coming from a place of unconditional love, you are only having that loving experience without any pain. Pain doesn't come from love. It never has. Pain has always come from our attachments to what that love means. Pain has come from our limited understanding and trying to limit love and saying, oh, I'm only going to love this person if. And then when that person inevitably disappoints you, then you get pain. And that is not true love. True love is coming from a place of unconditionalness. Is that a word? Probably not. The point is, is that it's only through un what unconditional love means is that you love regardless of what anyone else does. And that is the most powerful thing. And why is that powerful? Why is unconditional love more powerful? Because that's declaring to the universe that, hey, I'm going to love no matter what. I'm not going to let anything outside dictate to me whether or not I can experience love. You are more powerful than that. Much, much more powerful. And the same is true with inspiration. When your mind is swimming in that sea of ultimate truth, no external force has the power to take your mind out of that sea of bliss that you are swimming in. And that's the main thing that I see missing from a lot of teachers. People talk about love and love is a beautiful thing. But I don't see teachers talking about the experience of truth. 
and maybe it's because they've not yet opened up that crowned thousand petal lotus on the top of your head because that is literally the only way to experience truly the nuances of ultimate truth is you have to have that next level of awakening whereby you go beyond the heart and the heart is a beautiful thing and a very sacred thing and not to discount love at all because love is one of the two primordial forces of the universe but there is a higher frequency of pleasure that exists beyond love called ultimate truth called one living truth called absolute truth you know this brahma in fact that's another word i should go into in hinduism it's called brahma in buddhism you can call it bodhi mind but basically what that is is the entity of ultimate truth being fully conscious fully aware fully intelligent and this would be the highest concept of god referred to in most religions whether it be the hebrew uh, yahweh in uh, christianity you can regard it as like the holy spirit and this is the ultimate there's nothing higher than that and unfortunately in today's spirituality there is a disconnect with this highest truth in fact many are proclaiming that there is no higher truth and that there is only subjective truth but what people don't realize is that belief is a self-limiting belief by saying that there is no truth that's greater than any other truth you're basically also saying that people who believe the earth is flat are equally as valid in their assumptions as someone who believes the earth is round now someone might argue well science tells us the earth is round so obviously someone who thinks the earth is flat must be deluded because we have science on your side well that's great i love science but even science has its limitations there is no electronic device for example that can measure the quality of love there is no magic pill you can take that suddenly opens your heart and makes you into a loving person there isn't science has never been able to isolate any sort of brain chemical that produces the feeling of love in fact most scientists don't even know what love is in fact i would argue that even most scientists don't even necessarily have a full experience of love so they don't even know what they're looking for and so to take science as a defense well you can do that but you should also take the limitations of science and what science can and cannot prove and love is one of those things and if they can't even prove love then they definitely cannot prove truth as an experience that is because truth is even a higher level of, of frequency vibration than love well i didn't realize the time this is that Maboda signing off until tomorrow you guys have a fantastic day remember divinity.com is up now you've got links to the reddit and everything else talk to you later